Welcome to Don't Bring Your Dog, a bi-weekly gaming podcast. My name is Carlos Lopez, with me is my best friend, Taylor Fish. And it's episode three with Olive Gordon today, Carlos. Yeah, yeah we have a cool, actually, kind of a change of pace for what we've been doing. Olive Gordon, a.k.a. Exactly what we talked about we wanted, too. Exactly. Like, that, that, that's good. That's a, that's yeah. a good thing. But uh, Olive Gordon, a.k.a. 88 over everything, uh, he is a rap artist. But yeah, so he, he's, and he's actually an old friend of ours. That's pretty cool. So it was good to have him on. Um, this is kind of nice catching up because yeah. it's been ages since I've seen him too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, some changes. I'm back in Santa Cruz, at least temporarily, for surgical reasons. Yes. But uh, that means we get to be together. Yes. Which I also have to still applaud you for holding down the fort for episode two. Uh, yeah, that was just after... a, a nightmare of just... That was, that was, a, was, a, was a comedy of errors. Yeah, after tour, I was just... So done. That's okay. Uh, it, was, it was too much. I, I whipped it out, and yeah. it, it all. And I stayed up till four in the morning, but it was okay. It worked out. It worked and out. I, yeah, it sounds great. And honestly. I don't like, resent you one bit. Oh yeah, I don't feel that. Although you're looking at me like you <laughs> resent me a lot. <laughs> but okay, so one of the reason I brought it up in the first is one of the one of the uh, benefits of now being back in Santa Cruz is I get to go see cool shows again. Yeah, I don't have all. to like try to describe to you my drunken night of what I remember seeing. Yeah, because I was I now have to describe <laughs> my drunken night of seeing all these bands. Yes, exactly. Uh, on you the just day compare I... notes of our drunken <laughs> night of seeing bands. <laughs> on the day I got back, I got to see. Uh, I went to a house show, which I haven't done in a billion years. <sighs> Still um, they didn't go to it. It, it was so dope. I had, to, I, I had to kiss ass my new boss. So yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? But yeah, so we got to. I got to see uh, drop into a closeout, which is a dope, dope, dope surf band. Which I think surf is making a big comeback. Because and the reason I think that is because when I saw them finish playing, I was like, I need to play in a surf band right now. <laughs> I need to play in a surf band well, right now. There's been a Who couple bands surf? in Santa Cruz that would like kind of start up like kind of a surf thing. Well, like, like, even Grief Attack. Temple. Well, Cos- well Cosmic Grief Temple came a little bit after this, but like there was a couple bands that were doing some like mild surf kind of stuff, and it was it wasn't like oh we're a surf band, but we have like surf parts kind mm-hmm. of thing. And now it's just like God full blown. Like now it's just surf. And it's fucking like, dope. Oh no, no it's great. Like, because everyone's it. killing. Because well, now they're doing it legit. Like we're getting like Cosmic Reef has a saxophone player dropping new clothes out. Has, has a saxophone, saxophone player. player. It's like legit actual surf music instead of people just be like, oh, we got this part where we play. It surf sounds like drum. Dick Dale. Yeah, it sounds like a Dick Dale thing right here. It's like yeah, no, it's like legit like surf bands writing surf songs. Yeah, and it's it's fucking awesome. And so dropping new clothes out, they're really cool. They actually uh, is uh, one of their members is Sam. Uh, who helps us out with yeah. TVYD Presents. Yeah. Uh, then when I finally got to see Dingus play, even though they've been a band forever, and I've lived in Santa Cruz forever, and I just somehow always missed them. Oh, I know. That's what I thought was the weirdest thing when you told me, like, yeah, that was your first time seeing them. I was yeah, like, I know. Oh, what? I, it, like, just, what? I just, it just never happened. Because I would either leave a show early after before they would go on, or I'd show up after they played, or it was, right, it's right. always was that case. And now I finally got just to see them. Just a bad showgoer. That's the one. Is I, that I'm a bad showgoer. <laughs> and... I, you know, I finally get to see them, and just everyone's always like, "Yeah, they're just a super kind of weird, all over the place band," but in a really good way. It's like that's kind of the best way to describe it. Yeah, no, that's really the only way to describe it's it. It's a super weird, all over the place band in a really good way. Bridget's fucking crazy up there doing yeah. her Bridget thing. Uh, Jason on drums is a nutcase. Yeah, uh, fucking Austin. It's just, it's just like the and whole his waist strap. Like he doesn't <laughs> yeah. sling it over the shoulder. Yeah, he has yeah. Like the round the stomach yeah. line, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see him do the uh, get like the the swivel. Oh, dude, I know. The like, ZZ you know, Top. You get a little ZZ Top action in there. Like, oh, no, that would be so bad. But yeah, and so that was really cool to finally see them play. And then to close out the show, I got to see The Clichés, which was... Uh, it's been it was first the first show in, like, two, two years. years. Yeah. In two years. And so I saw them play about two or three years ago 
after you and I played a show with them. Yeah. Because we played at like a kind of like a mini like house show festival almost. Yeah, the Hop Fest or whatever it, it was. Yeah, like they of, did like their own like homebrewing. Yeah, it was some, it was some kind of homebrewing thing. They had like eleven bands all playing all day. Of course, we were second, second or third, and so no one yeah. was there for us. It didn't matter. But they cliches was there, and they closed out the show, and it was just this great like like sludgy, but. Honestly, know. it's like another dingus it's, to me. It's just like kind of, yeah. the genres are just all it's, over it, the place. I would argue like, they're just heavier overall. Oh well, yeah, yeah, definitely. For I mean, sure. the main the main vibe is definitely heavier, but yeah. like um, you know, same thing with like because I mean they've got like a ska song, yeah, you yeah, know, and stuff like that. So this is like that's what I mean by like yeah. to where like dingus is just weird in like the sense of like oh it's just a bunch of genres mixed up in one song mm-hmm. kind of thing. Cliches is like, oh, we just have, like, this song, and then we have this song, too, kind of thing, you know, yeah. where it's just, like, kind of stays relatively in the same realm and I gotta, song. I gotta like, say, even though it had been two years, like, they were on point. Oh, yeah. Sam was convinced that they were really sloppy, but I don't oh, I disagree. They Shut were. up, Sam. Yeah. Sam, if you're listening to this, which I know you are. Because you legally have to if you're helping us with shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we need those views, please. We need those views. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, my first day coming back, I got to see this dope ass show. Yeah, that was the day of house. that you came. That was the back. day I came yeah. back. We, yeah, Chris and I drove up, um, and then just we, I literally, I stopped at my parents' house where I dropped all my stuff off, and then went to a house show, and it was just like, it's like, wow, it's like four years ago again. Yeah, it's like you hadn't left Santa because it's just like, oh, I've been at home too long today. I'm gonna go to a show now. Yeah, it was so cool. So this next one, this next show that we're going to talk about. the next day. Yeah, which is the very next day, but we're going to have to tag team it because I wasn't there for the first half and you were, and then you were gone for the second half and I was there for the yeah. second half. Um, so, because you went in there when Time Panther was playing. I got there like right near, I think it was like last two songs of Orc Cloud set. Okay, yeah, yeah that's kind of when you showed up. And I, I, I bailed after Orc Cloud uh, just because I was just too tired after, after traveling the, yeah, from, LA, yeah. from LA back up to here, just in my current Well, I was actually state. surprised I saw you, like, <laughs> yeah. day two, like, at a show, and I was like, dude, you been, like, how long have you actually spent at your house, like, since you've been back? I was like... I slept there. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> um, but yeah, so, we got to see Time Panther, who I hadn't heard of before, and checking that out was cool, because apparently, uh, um, it's, it's kind of like a, it's a father-son thing. Yeah. And that's always a cool thing to see. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's... I mean, it's like I couldn't even imagine. It's one of those things that, like, okay, that doesn't sound that weird. But then the more you really think about, especially like as a musician, yeah, I cannot imagine myself being in a band with my dad. I mean, mostly with my dad. Your dad, I can see like picking up a guitar and you guys jamming or something like that. But like, well, so it, yeah, it's a little different. Like, he's more the roadie, right? right. <laughs> so like, you know, I I jam with his best friend who was the musician, right? Right. But still, but yeah, but that's besides the point. It's like. My dad's the one who just goes to shows and gets in arguments with the people attending the show. <laughs> well, yeah, man, like that's what your dad does. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so yeah, Time Panther, it's this, you know, it's a father-son deal. Where uh, the your roommate is the son of that. Yeah, as the drummer, and then yeah. his dad plays guitar, and it, it's like a, it's a pretty, I don't want to say traditional sounding, but it's just like kind of like a a hard rock. Yeah, which is why they like chose probably the coolest name though. Yeah, like Time Panther is the smoothest like, sounding name. I can see the album cover now, and it looks like uh, what's that guy's name? Like I think it's like Ferretti or like Franz Ferretti. I think is what it is. He does like all these like dope, um, fucking uh, God. I, I totally butchered his name. It's not. It's probably not even starting with an F. I'm sure. Right. But uh, he does like <laughs> these, these old like um, '80s like kind of sci-fi covers of like sci-fi novels I don't know the name but I know exactly what you're talking you, you'd about you'd see though. like you know like uh, 
uh, a bikini-clad woman hanging off the leg of a, a, <laughs> right, a, a right. super buff warrior. Shoot, and, and there's like a tiger. Fucking, like, there's like a tiger in the background, yeah, and, yeah. and they're also on this weird planet with two suns. It's like full of that. Like yeah, that's no, what definitely. that music is. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so that's Time Panther, and then Orc Cloud. Uh, who I'd heard about before, and I think it was one of those other ones. It, oh, I probably have talked to you. You talked about. Uh, I've had friends talking to me about them, and it's just one of those times where it's just like, oh yeah, I'll check them out, and then just never do. Yeah, and it was finally cool to get to see them play. Yeah, uh, Mikey's they, Mikey's voice and showmanship. Is, Mikey, if you're listening to this, you're like on another level of like showmanship <laughs> that like I can't even fathom doing. They put on a really good show. Also, your voice carries more than like anyone's voice I've ever heard. Like. The fact that you don't use a microphone, but everyone still hears you. No, that's the clear thing. As day. The thing like, is, I was sitting in the back, yeah, like, hanging out at the Stonesoft merch table because you know I was just like, I can't. I'm not gonna go in the crowd in my current condition. So it's just like, right, yeah. And so I was hanging out. It's like I, I was like, well, this, I mean, it's like I wonder if they could turn the vocals with this. Like I realized, like, oh, he's not talking. He's not in a mic. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, not being mic'd. He's, I can still hear him. Yeah, it's just like, like over the loudest music. Too. Yeah, it was it was, like, it was pretty cool. But then yeah, I ended up having to leave. And then, you know, we just kind of basically, you know, tacked each other in. Yeah. And uh, and then you saw uh, Downpour and Stonesloth. Yeah, I uh, saw, down, uh, saw Downpour. Downpour played first before Stonesloth did, um, which, I mean, they're the homies. They're yeah. always, like, a solid, like, hardcore band. Yeah. That are kind of doing, like, this kind of, like, a little bit more on the, not math rock, but, like, Kind of starting there's some to, arithmetic they're, in well, there. They're starting to, well, they're starting to kiss this like kind of metalcore kind of thing, yeah. which isn't necessarily bad. I mean, they're you know they're doing their thing with it. Like mm-hmm. you know, I'm not necessarily a huge fan of like metalcore, but at the same time, they're not just doing metalcore, yeah. so it's still got that, like like that hardcore edge that I really like on it. And sure. then once again as well, just like since I'm talking about everyone's vocals today, apparently um, <laughs> Dan's voice just like. The, the dude with, like, the lowest voice I've ever met. But then when he goes up there, he screams, just hits, like, a pitch. It's like, oh, my God. Like, not even the same person at that point. It's like... <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Stone Sloth is afterwards. Um, I hadn't heard any... Because I... You still play with I filled, yeah, in, I filled in with bass for, like, a couple shows with them uh, to help them out. And uh, I... All these songs that they played, I hadn't heard anything off their new stuff. Um, and I don't even know if they played it necessarily before that show, but it was like you could tell like how much like tighter like you could tell they've been a band for a minute mm-hmm. like like it's not to say like the first stuff was bad but this stuff was just like oh like you guys are really like you know what you want adding and like yeah exactly like you're really like you're really you know changing things up mm-hmm. but for the better like it's just all it's really doing is like backing up your sound kind yeah of thing. Like, I remember I I saw a the bit of them I think it was their first show. Uh, it was someone's birthday party, right? Oh, Tegan's birthday party. Yeah, Tegan's party, birthday party. Yeah. Which, because I think more I played with them, too, and then Arrows uh-huh. played with them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and I saw, I saw a touch of them uh, at that, and that was just kind of like... I never, it was fun. It was cool. But it was it's it's night and day difference between that oh, version definitely. of Stone Sloth and what we had uh, on like, you know, at that show. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, like, just even just, like, the change-ups are much, like... Not to say that they weren't smooth before... The way it's not just like two different riffs, like it's mm. not like oh we're playing this one riff and now we're playing this riff. It's literally like oh we're playing this riff and then come with us while we go around like all yeah. this like the scenic <laughs> road to get to the second riff kind yeah. of thing. It's like that's the way to do it. Like that yeah. was perfection. Like um, so yeah, very good. And then a couple so now a couple days later, there is a sweet Sub Rosa, great pop punk fucking awesome show. 
Yeah, tiny, yeah. That's how, you know. I mean, if you don't know, which something, I didn't know was, uh, was even happening to like day of. Yeah, because I was going, and then you were you were on your like little date night thing. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, we'll come over. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, I'm right down the street, like. <laughs> uh, and so we, I saw uh, practicing sincerity, uh, who's been you know playing in Santa Cruz for ages. Little Star uh, was from on tour from Portland. Uh, they were really cool. After them was another band called Spirit of the Beehive, who was blew my mind. Like, yeah, yeah it was it was really good. Uh, oh, we'll talk about all of them in a second. I just want to kind of get get through it. But yeah, Spirit of the Beehive, and uh, and then closing out the show was Best Buds. Yeah. So I got to see Practicing Sincerity for the first time. Uh, I've talked. I've known Kevin, who's kind of the face of the band for a little while now. Um, I'm Practicing Sincerity. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it was just it was it was just fucking good music, man. It was fun to dance to, and it's fun to like. I mean, obviously, I wasn't doing no dancing with my bum leg. But yeah. It was just like, yeah, man, it's just like, it's it's a nice change of pace from the heavy doom and gloom that was the Saturday show <laughs> right, right. to come to this thing where everything's, you know, everyone loved The Cure and that heavily influenced all their music. Yeah, right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then uh, Little Star went on and, uh, God, they were really cool. They were just a, a tiny little three-piece uh, yeah. drummer, bass, and, and guitars, and they just were doing cool, cool guitar work, cool effects. Yeah, it was very, like... Aqua space, like yeah. if I kind of had like the two, like it had like the the less gravity feel to it. Almost, yeah, totally. Like, is the best way to put yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, kind of felt lighter listening uh-huh. to it. And then uh, Spirit of the Beehive went up, and you know, you said you know they. Yeah, they, I, I mean, they, I agree. They were awesome, but like I think they had a bigger effect on you than me. Yeah, well, so the problem with Sobrosis is like it's just small. Yeah, it's which tiny. is perfect for like I actually like more a lot of times because like especially for those type shows because it just feels more intimate kind mm-hmm. of thing, but. For certain people who don't like small, cramped, like crowded spaces, it's best just to hang outside. So I was outside and uh, listening to everything from the inside. And it was just like the whole time, just staring through the window at them, <laughs> being like, "Wow, this is like for whatever reason it was like." And maybe it was just one of those like days where it's just like this is like the perfect like exact music I had been like kind of just wanting to listen to, and I just yeah. didn't know it kind of thing. But uh, the. <laughs> That that was just it with listening to it though, which like was just literally just this is exactly what I want to hear right now. Like this totally. is really good. Like, they, just, they, they filled that niche in your heart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it was like I got the music lottery on that one. Yeah. It's like <laughs> uh, and then to close out the show is Best Buds, which I don't think we've actually talked about on the show yet. Not besides, you know, talking about intro music and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, uh, besides crediting them with, you know, the intro music that they provide, it's like, you know, there's some you know, friends of ours yeah. who make just fucking awesome just fun songs, really. Just fun music that I know all of the words to. <laughs> yeah, songs about pooping in laundromats. Yeah, songs about... Avocados. Songs about avocados. Skateboarding. Yeah, Neosporin, which is also related to skateboarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Know, it's just yep. like... They, the, Elijah's uh, songwriting is just... Um, I don't know, man. It, it's, it's simple, but super creative. Like, that's yeah, what I really like about exactly. it. Exactly. Especially their latest album, which I've basically been listening to nonstop since it came out. Right, right. Um, but yeah, it's just like... They... There are two albums that are saved to my phone, so I can listen to them literally whenever I want. I don't need oh, data, yeah, yeah. and they're both Best Buds albums. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and so that was it. Was coming coming back to you know coming back to my parents' house after moving away, you know, not even getting to go into my room and come into my brother's old room, which we're recording this in right now, right? Because <laughs> he's taken my bed and my room, which was nicer, and all this other stuff, and then going to like these three dope shows was just like a kind of like this is this is kind of like a cool thing to be doing right now for me yeah you know yeah I mean? definitely it's like it's like it's like it's kind of shitty but i get a sweet trade-off of like i finally get to see all my friends play music again right and right. i get to hang out with all of them and i'm not 
four thousand miles away. That that's not accurate at all. I'm just in LA. It's not even that. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I still Skype in to do D and D, so I still talk to everyone. But <laughs> but it was you know it, it was it was something good for me. And I, it was just I I, I guess I can't, I kind of want to say thank you to everyone I saw over that that first weekend I, I was back like whether it was at a show or not it was just like still still a cool place that's still doing cool things yeah there's still yeah, cool definitely. things to find in Santa Cruz and not that I was doubting that but it was just like oh yeah but speaking of cool things to find don't bring your dog had their first show yeah speaking of also shows that it was we've been to, it, like, as the time of this recording it was last night last night yeah. And literally, our very first show out of, I think we have, we're about to announce a sixth one soon. Well, yeah. I guess it will be a fifth The ball is rolling, baby. Ball is rolling. It's going. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, uh, I, I'm going to hand the reins off to you, because this is way more your side of the of the thing than mine. Um, well, so we started the night out. It was supposed to originally be four bands. Unfortunately, um, Purple Bong River had to drop. But it ended up kind of working out, because then it kind of made the night a little bit more like... It was, we more had, we, it was definitely more lax, and there was definitely a lot more like, okay, like, no rush. Like, yeah. when you don't time, have the pressure like, to put on, you know, when if, if day of a show and a band drops and you're the one that's like organizing it, you're like, thank God. Yeah, no, definitely. Unless it's like the band. Yeah, you know, no, like, no, unless yeah, it's, it's like it's, the it, one that we're and, doing and this that's for. Not to like, slight Purple Long River at all. Like, right. they're great and they make great music, and I, I love them all to death, but it's just like. Okay, cool. We can breathe a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Especially because the show is at Perks, and so you know, there's strict times. There and... is ending at ten is a must kind of thing. Exactly. Um. So, uh, you know, so we had the first band, um, Mercaida, go up first. Um, a little bit earlier than I think we should have had it done, but that's all right. It doesn't really matter. Uh, they went on first, and then after that, it was like not even like eight o'clock yet. Mm-hmm. And so it was literally I just like walked up Tyson Nordle, and like I was <laughs> me and Sam did. And we're just like take. All the time you want to set up and literally just play your entire set because they were talking about shortening their set so Batter Vogue could add it to the bill and Batter mm-hmm. Vogue was going to shorten their sets. Like, no, both of you guys just you're fine. play it all. Like, you're so like on top of it right now. Like, we're so ahead of schedule. And so then Ice and Norton went, blew everyone away. Like, the they, sound. Holy shit, dude. The sound was so good <laughs> in there last night. Like, Which is a rare thing. Oh, for yeah. Perks, yeah, for well, the, we, I mean, good. not to brag, but like, we do have a really nice PA system. We so got the it goods. It sounded like the levels and everything sounded was like per. It sounded like it was exactly what Trevor was saying. It sounded like we we're listening to a record. Yeah, it was. And that, awesome. It didn't sound like we we're at a show, but like it still had like the heavy and like the room vibrating mm-hmm. and like the energy there of the show. Mm-hmm. So it was like you couldn't ask for any like any better like sound quality exactly. wise. And then um, and yeah, then they just blew everyone away. Ricciardo was also kind of jump over them, but like also insanely good. Yeah. Um, it was really good to meet like Jorge, like John's the buddy. Obviously, Colby is. Also, the drummer of my band drumming in that band. Yeah. Um, just, like... Apparently, he's not going to be, like, a more permanent... Like, because he was just kind of, like, tapped. Like, hey, can you drum tonight? Yeah, exactly. And now he's... So, they kind of focus more on, like, kind of, like, a... They had some material, like, but... Prepared, but kind of more of a jammy thing. It was kind of more of a jammy thing, which worked out. I mean, no, I, could, it I wouldn't awesome. be able to tell. Like, yeah. It sounded like they've been practicing for ages. So oh, yeah. I thought it was, like, super I, I think point. that's a testament to how good of a drummer Colby is. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Well, Colby's a good... But also, like, just John and Jorge oh, like, yeah, are in a bunch not, of, like... I mean, you know, John's and, you know, Cosmic Reef is the sax mm-hmm. player, but he's... I've seen a couple of his other projects that he's, like, plays guitar and, like, just all-around solid. Like, yeah. just musician, really. Um, and then after that, Batter Vogu went up. And just heavy central for sure. It was <laughs> yeah. like I think they went on at like nine ten, and we're just like, Ugh, like the city of heavy. Okay, maybe like you know pick up the pace a little bit on because uh, you got like forty minutes. Of like oh, well, our set's thirty minutes. It's like 
well, then you're good. Like, do the whole 30 minutes then. And they ended right at 9.55. Like, yeah. their last song ended. And they're like, you know, whatever, done. And, like, sitting down. And, like, made eye contact with Trevor, Sam, and Bridget. And was just, like, gave them, like, the... You know, the okay is like, dude, that could not, like, no technical problems. The PA sounded fine. Like, no, no like, cables got bent. Like, it all ended perfectly on time. Like, to, to give a little insight, Bridget, Trevor, and Sam was basically our team. Yeah, that yeah. That we have that kind of helps, helps. Well, because I was doing, on. I was doing the shows by myself at first, and then it caught a little bit more ground than I was expecting a little mm-hmm. bit quick, and so I asked Trevor to help me out. He jumped on, and then... Start getting more shows, and like on top of that, like me and Trevor pretty much know the same people, so yeah, we kept getting hit up just more and more like power bonds or grind or like stuff like that. And so, like, talk to Sam, Sam, like, you know, is like kind of much more like kind of like metal, more metal kind of guys mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, he gets hit up for like those kind of shows. So, it's like just started adding on people, like, Bridge is gonna, you know. We're gonna start invading Bocce's pretty soon here. So DUID invasion, baby. But so Bridget's Bridget's gonna be handling a lot of like helping us book like the dates for Bocce's and stuff like that. Nice. Uh but yeah, so that first show. It in could the have books, gone it couldn't have gone. Couldn't have gone better. Yeah. Uh hit us up. <laughs> yeah. We wanna put on more of all different types. You know, yeah, we're not we're not just dedicated to hardcore and black metal. Yeah, no. As yeah, dope as those genres are. Speaking of, you know, I, I like black metal. Um it's not my favorite thing in the world, but it's like it's definitely my favorite genre of metal. Yeah, sure. I would agree. And to see Isonortal do it. Oh, it was that perfection. Like, that no, like, it was like it was like it was literally like, even even hearing the album, it was literally just like this is the exact type of black metal that is like my favorite like exactly. stylized of it, you know? Like to where it's still like dark and heavy, it's still got like the traditional edge on it, but it's got like the violin or the viola, sorry, yeah. not violin, but the viola in it and like it's got the really like pretty side of it kind of thing, mm-hmm. and like, but it's like, cr- I guess it's more spooky. Even my mom liked it. Yeah, <laughs> like I, because I, 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 I got a video of it on Instagram, and as a testament to how good that room sounded, like it sounded good on my phone. It did sound good on like all the. And Instagram I showed it to my mom too. when I got home, and I was like, "Yeah, this is the band. This is one of the bands that played." And it's like, "Wow, that sounds really good." Yeah, like, and I was like, "Yeah, it does." Ice Nortel is oh man, because like, Ice Nortel, it's so, for moms. <laughs> you heard her here first, kids. <laughs> But yeah, so like, so here's the thing: is like, I was the first time I heard them is I, I pulled their music for the last episode because I wanted to, you know, I, I, I pulled music from all the different bands or the shows we we talked about, right, right, and I, I throw it in underneath to kind of give a sense, give a taste of like, right. oh, this is what you'd be get, this is what you should be expecting when you is this kind of genre, is like, this kind yeah. of genre, and that's when I first because they only had one track up at the bandcamp at that time, and I was like, well, I guess that's the one I'm using, right? And I captured it and I was listening, I was like, holy shit, it just like the way it builds. And adds layer after layer after layer, uh, just like you know that that low dark heavy stuff, and then the the viola comes in and just kind of like pierces through all of it. It's so good. Yeah, no, exactly. And I mean that's also probably why it's my favorite. Like the it's, like the type of black metal they do is like also my favorite. It's like this is also my favorite as well. Like music to write, mm. like the constant building. Yeah, and then it. <laughs> like erupting pretty much yeah. and then like breaking back down like the concept building like the stairs pretty much I just love the whole going up and down kind of thing so basically what I'm getting at is I've been listening to a lot of Ice and Nordal because they're fucking dope yeah <laughs> they're really cool I know you've been like hyped on this other band that just um, released a new new EP yeah uh, Torture Method actually just released their demo uh, back in March and I've been hooked on it so it's Trevor me and Trevor has been like super hyped on <laughs> the Torture Method yeah, I saw them play at, uh, at a house show what was it, in September? Ooh, yeah. September 2016 or was it October? 
Oh, no, no, no. It was November. November. Was, that Because yeah, right, I yeah. came up to vote. Yep, yep, yep. And, November. Uh, and that worked. Yeah, yeah. The, you got exactly who you voted for. Now that's he's president. Good job. No, yeah, that's me. I voted. I. You heard it here first. Carlos Lopez says he voted for Trump. I didn't do that. Oh, my God. I didn't do that. Please do not believe that. This is actually editing that. I'm, I'm cutting I'm cutting all this out. No one's ever going to hear this. <laughs> this is going to be a long bleep. Yeah. Through the whole thing. <laughs> anyways, yeah. So I got to see that at a house show uh, back, you know, back here in Santa Cruz when I yeah. was up in the area for the, for the time. Yeah. And I don't know how many shows they play at that point. Definitely more of the new side. Uh, it was obviously their first Santa Cruz show. Yeah. Um, and I hadn't really... They had one song up that I kind of listened to a little bit, but got so, like, sidetracked with just setting that whole thing up because there was just, like, so many bands coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really have a chance to listen to it. like, six or seven bands that night? Uh, like, eight or so. Jesus. Like, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure off the top of my head I think it was, like, eight or something. But, um... Uh, but, yeah, so I didn't really get a chance to listen to the whole, like, the... Before they played... And I'm kind of like, there's sometimes where that just works out so much better. It's like, not to say that I didn't like the old recording, but there's just something about just like seeing it live. Obviously, that's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, because then you see the performance end out of it as well. And it's getting more hyped. Um, but it, it, I guess all I really have to say about the demo is that it's got this like really kind of old school, like hardcore, kind of like, like the guitar tone especially has this like early 90s, maybe like late 80s kind of tone, which is kind of like just like, uh, I don't know what like exact band to like put it towards. It's probably a good thing. Yeah. But it just something about it. Like every time they play, like because it, it's it's like hardcore '80s kind of like early '90s hardcore stuff, and then it goes into like this new school kind of like you know power violence into like a fucking like two tone kind of breakdown mm-hmm. stuff, and so and it all flows very well. Yeah. And it's just like. Uh, Colby as well, uh, the vocalist. Different Colby. Different Colby. Yeah, uh, uh, Torture Methods vocalist Colby uh, is an insanely good showman as well. Um, He just gets you fucking pumped. It's like every time you see him play. Yeah, I've just been like super hooked on it. I'd say I suggest everyone do listen to it. My favorite song on it is uh, Multi Seasonal Depression because uh, the song just goes right in to like chaos and it's just like boom that's okay that's how uh, you have to start every song now it torture you have to start every song now like that because it's amazing with that said it is now time for a new segment we have called dead air so this what this segment is gonna be um, it's not gonna be every episode uh, necessarily it might who knows I don't care uh, it's but the idea is we we'll feel like it. yeah exactly it's it's we want to bring some light to bands that are no longer playing. Oh yeah, no longer with us. No, they die faster than usually they're around for. Yeah. So, Love and um, and because you know, there's been so many good bands over the years that we've seen come and go. You know, everyone graduates so they go off into different directions, or you know, it's just like sometimes people don't well, get along. Especially living in a college town. Especially too. living in a college town, so you see a lot of really dope bands, and then a lot of them being like, "Oh, this is the year we graduate." Bye. Yeah, exactly. Which you can't really blame them for. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not blaming them for that. I just you know, am sad. Yeah. <laughs> so the first the first one we want to talk about uh, is for this segment is a band called Our Dad Loves Bikes. Now you and I saw them for the first time what two years ago? Something like that. Yeah. And we saw them at the Crate Maybe Place. Year and a half. Maybe a year and a half. So we saw them at the Crate Place. Um, our friend O'Keefe uh, was playing that show. He's playing a band called Buddies. Yeah. And uh, they opened up. Uh, the night, I believe, right? Our Dead Loves Bikes opened Yeah, up. they opened the night up. And then Mary Skate with Trashleys played, and then, and then, then it was Buddies. And then Buddies. Um, it was that a great It was just a fun, like, pop-punk 
Not, yeah. even, not even pop up, just like kind of like a garage rock almost. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't even heard of Our Dad Loves Bikes because I'm not. Me neither. I'm not sure how many shows. I mean, that's even possible that maybe that was their first show. Potentially. Um, but yeah, never heard of them before. Never listened to any of their stuff. But the before. thing is, they take the stage and they just have this like wonderful energy. Oh yeah. It's just like it's. It was such a like they have like the the song. The only song they have like recorded that you can go and listen to is a song called Drive. Yeah, and, and it's. It's the perfect name. We were talking about it earlier, where it's just like they just have this great, like driving, like like aspect to their music that just yeah. like, it just makes you want to go. Yeah, no, exactly. And it's so cool. It's like with the vocals of, of Carly and Ryan, they just like they play off each other. Like Carly has this wonderful voice. It's always one of my favorite kind of yeah. uh, female vocal sounds, and the way that, the way they play off together, uh, it's just like it was just like this kind of like distilled, really just really fun music. Yeah, and then. They're gone. Yep. They, no, they, they were like that. I think I, I think they played maybe two more shows, or maybe even a couple I, more. But I think I only saw two more shows of theirs after that. And then yeah, uh, I could have sworn I remember them saying something about releasing uh, a full EP, and then they disbanded. And like yeah, you know, like we're even looking at their like their <laughs> their, their band camp right now, and like yeah, there's like nothing really. It's one song. One just the one song to drive. Our dad loves bikes.bandcamp.com. It's playing. You're, you're hearing it now. It's playing underneath yeah. this whole thing. But it's just like, God damn it, man. Yeah. They had something special. They really did, and it's it's just no longer a thing. That makes me sad. Yeah. But I mean, at least they have this, and I at least at least it caught them a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, bugged, I, mean, you, I think I bugged Ryan's ear off. Well, so I, I, I love their band. No. So too. night that we saw them, I remember you and I because like you and I just started a, a new project. Um, that wasn't I hadn't because I wasn't or no wait no that was sleep away that was it no yeah started. I mixed up a different night with, with a different night oh. <laughs> uh, but I remember you and I went and talked to them we're like hey we want to do stuff like this we're tr- we're trying to because it was it was in its, in its infancy we were yeah right well we didn't know a whole lot of people like in that genre in that, field, exactly like, and so we're like yo let's talk let's like because we want to we're starting something that sounds like this we want to play shows together and it just never came to be yeah and it was just it's it's a it's a shame but like. Like I said, it's just like, you know, sometimes people just move on to different things. And that's yeah, just kind of how you know, life takes over. Exactly. And it's just... But we want to make sure that they at least got some kind of spotlight. Yeah. As no, tiny it's... as this spotlight is, I want to make sure that, like, hey, our Dallas bikes, you guys were fucking sick. Yeah. And if this bass riff doesn't get stuck in your head for the rest of the week, then you don't like good music, honestly. Because, I mean, dang, yeah. it's just such a good bass riff. Like... Oh, it's so good. <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah. Thank you, our Dallas bikes, for at least recording miss what you. you did. And we miss you. Because... God damn, was that was that a good was that a good track? Yeah. All right, now moving on to the always important uh, show list. Yes. You know the upcoming shows, uh, both uh, just in town and for DBYD. April 22nd at Bobby D's Cocktail Lounge in Redwood City, we have Short Fuse, 13 Thrones, Aberration, Decimate the Opposition, and Meat Slab. This is Short Fuse's song, Blinded.
Also on April 22nd, at Kiss Ness's Dance and Fitness Studio in San Jose, we have Crimen from Mexico, Mocosos, and Prowler. This song is Tracion by Crimen. April 23rd at Sub Rosa Community Space in Santa Cruz, we have Depigas, Grimly Forming, and Humanoids. This is Depigas with their song Cathode Tumors. April 27th, the Back Bar Sofa in San Jose. CCR Head Cleaner, Feral Ohms, Dinners, and Tango Hustle. This is Feral Ohms' song, Living Junkyard. Next for Don't Bring Your Dog shows, April 30th at Subrosa Community Space in Santa Cruz, we have Hostage, Double Me from Italy, Misophonia, and Knee Deep. This is Knee Deep's song, Downer. May 6th, at Cafe Pergolesi in Santa Cruz, we have Gardens, Dingus, Desire, and Former Mormon. This is Garden's song, The Leech. May 15th at Cafe Pergolesi in Santa Cruz, we have Endless Swarm, Concussive, Lugubrious Children, Tired, and ESJ. This is Lugubrious Children from their split with Endless Swarm. On June 10th at the Blue Lagoon, we have Bar Guest, Recluse, Infernal Damnation, and Tired. 
This is Barga's song, Born of Tooth Tower. And that's a nice little taste of, you know, all the kind of a little snapshot for the uh, immediate future um, of the different types of shows uh, we got going on. Not only did that we, as, as in Don't Bring Your Dog, but just also shows in general. You know, we want to make sure everyone goes out to cool stuff. Um, coming up next, we have a wonderful interview with uh, previously mentioned uh, 88 Over Everything, a.k.a. our old friend, Oliver Gordon. Yes. Um, so make sure you stick around for that. Uh, we're going to play a quick sample of his. And then on to the interview. Get right into it. Hit the angels in my city with my window rolled down. Motivation telling me to never slow down. I just want to make it before I pass out. Straight to the bank, baby. We about to cash out. Imagine me getting stoned in a glass house with a fine girl and she always take a... Man, I ain't had this much fun since I first started rapping and I knew I wasn't one. That's why you see me rapping like it's been fate. Why you hate these bars like a fucking inmate singing, I just want to make a song. Yeah, I just want to be storyline. I don't want to die on another road. Right, right. That's kind of... Uh, well, so wait, so what was the, what was the video that you said you was going to be? Uh, no, no, so I have a video that I'm going to be releasing in about two weeks, and it's called Break Lights. Oh, okay, right on. Uh, uh, so wait, so you're releasing in two weeks? Yes. Oh shit. So cool. how do you go about? I, we'll, we'll bring we'll bring that up in a second. Yeah, joining, yeah. joining us now is uh, 88 over everything, aka Ola Gordon. What's going on? Hey man, thanks for coming on the show. It's, it means a lot to us. Of course, man. Anytime. I mean, you know, it means a lot to us because we've known you for a long time. It's yeah. been a while, actually, and I was thinking about that. Like, even before I was doing music, you were already been, like, going hard at it. Because, I mean, so I was like, like <laughs> it was probably, like, when... It, so, you you and Taylor used to work together a long time ago, right? Long, Good yes. Knob Hill. Knob Hill in Scotts Valley. <laughs> Slinging sandwiches, uh, I have Slinging to add. sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, I was throwing those sandwiches in bags, but... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, um, we used to work together uh, a long time ago at Knob Hill in Scotts Valley, which is... Just such a weird thing to say. Um, what's, cl- what's cool is, <laughs> is a weird thing to say. What's, what's cool is we've obviously all three of us have moved on to bigger and better things than Knob Hill and Scotts Valley. Eh? Yes, well. uh, Knob Hill uh, now in Capitola is where I'm at. So that's <laughs> that's, that's that's no no. But yeah, we've all done other things. But so because you've been doing a few different projects and everything for a while. Um. You've been doing, like, because you started with Can't Stop Us. Yep. Like, is that what you started with, or were you doing your own thing first? Um, yeah, so... Because I always I, just remember Can't Stop Us. Of course, of course. I mean, shout out to Can't Stop Us and CSU. Um, that's, yeah, Did it untouchable. It didn't stop. It didn't stop. Oh. <laughs> you know, you can't stop us. Um, yeah, so I've been doing music for you know, like, over 10 years, and it really started with, and you're right, with Can't Stop Us. Um, and for anybody listening, give, give, the, give us the cliff notes on Can't Stop Us. What was that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's fu- it's funny that I'm introducing Can't Stop Us. Um, it's been a while, but uh, Can't Stop Us really was, uh, I think, four or five kids. We were all in high school at the time, um, and it was really, I mean, the catalyst of it was a dude named Krishan. You guys know Krishan. Yeah, um, sh- shout out to see. Yeah, you know, got him by the nickname. Uh, shout out to Krishan. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he got he Mason was, really drunk. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh wait, I remember picking us up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Mason vomiting everywhere outside. Uh, underage <laughs> drinking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a Hennessy. I have to add, it was it was definitely the Hennessy to put you guys over. Um, but, oh yeah. But yeah, um, Krishan was the catalyst. He, me, and him used to write uh, poetry back in the day. Um, and then one day he, we would write music together. And then one day he basically said, "Oh, you know, I'm going to start this uh, this music group." Um, which is crazy because we're like in high school and like you know we're both just like you know little kids like oh man let's do this we're gonna start this group we're gonna call it can't stop us um, and I was like yeah I'm down of course like you know why not we're already did he come music. up with a name for it uh, no so that came up um, our homie Eman or Emmanuel I think I think uh, you probably know him um, uh, yeah I remember him okay yeah so he actually used to um, he used to be uh, like a an artist artist like with uh, with paint and stuff like that. And oh, uh-huh. he would always write "Can't Stop Me," and that was kind of his own little tag. Um, gotcha. And then when we all linked up, he he started saying, "You know, can't stop us, can't stop us." And I think that rolled around to Krishan being like, "Dude, we're gonna start this, and it'll be all of us. Can't stop us." Right. So you said four or five kids. So Kayshawn, Eman, who else is in it? You obviously. Um. Yeah, it was me, uh, Krishan, um, Rafi. Uh, <laughs> um, Rafi from uh, from Cyprus. Shout out to Rafi. That's my uh, Filipino homie. Uh, hopefully he's listening to this. But yeah, uh, <laughs> shout out to Rafi. Um, and then Yogi. Yogi's the other one in the in the crew. Oh, that's right. I remember Yogi as well. Yeah. Um, so it's it's funny because Rafi's in the group, and he used to rap a long, long time ago. But if you asked him now to like even even do anything of the nature, he would he, no. Just retire. Just he done. just <laughs> he don't quit bars no dance. more. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, he he can he can sing now, and you know he does some he does some junk dancing that he's pretty good at. I have to say. He's, oh shit. <laughs> he's, he's he's moved on to no. Um, but it's crazy. He's the only one that doesn't uh you know even rap anymore. I mean. Other people in the group, you know, still make music, but he doesn't make any type of music at all. Gotcha. Uh, so I guess like moving forward now into the future, you kind of did some solo stuff for a while, and now you're doing uh, 88 over everything. So what what is 88 over everything? Yeah. Um, so you know, after Can't Stop Us, I I did um, a couple mixtapes. I did uh, one called Untold Story. I did Eleventh Hour, um, where I you know I think that was probably my first little taste of like you know success on my own um <clears throat> so it was def- definitely cool um i actually was able to get um that song played on the radio uh or a song from 11th hour played on the radio um in las vegas um how did how did, who, did someone yeah. just hit you up about that or um you know so my cousin um was like uh the music director at this radio station and i had talked to her before about my music and you know hey check out my music and w- when I didn't have anything to show her, she kind of just blew me off. You know, hey, that's great. You know, you make music, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I sent her a physical right. copy of Eleventh Hour, and then maybe the next day she sent me a message back, and she's like, you know, like I, I like your music. I, you know, I really, I really dig it. I'm gonna put it in some people's hands, and then like maybe a week after that, they put it on the radio, and then I actually got flown out to work with some people um, in Vegas. Uh, this dude, this dude named Molly Mall and Pooh Bear. Um, Molly Mall is kind of like the executive director, he, so he's kind of the guy with the money. And then Pooh Bear is the writer, but recently Pooh Bear is like one of the main writers and like production team behind Justin Bieber. So this oh, was like okay. wow. huge, yeah. right? Holy so, shit. This, yeah. so, this, so this was like, um, I mean, maybe four or five years ago. This was off 11th Hour. 
So I got flown out there. We did three songs, um, two songs with the producer, uh, one song with Pooh Bear, who wrote you know the hook and things like that, and then one song I jumped on. I don't know if you guys know who One Twelve are. You know One Twelve. No, not offhand. I know, I know D Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. What, what <laughs> oh my god. No. Can you tell uh, I'm white? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's like you hit it from him too. Like... Oh my god. D twelve. Um no, you guys probably you've heard Peaches and Cream, right? Yeah. That's one twelve, okay? That oh, that's one twelve. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So they, I guess 112 had been there. They did like a chorus, and he, the dude was like, hey, you know, do you want to hop on a song with him? Like, dope. I'm down. So I took that project, and I came with it back to Santa Cruz. And when I came back, I was riding on high. I was like, I'm the man out here. I'm going to kill <laughs> I'm gonna kill everything. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do everything, right? Because, right? you know. Um, so off of that, I got into uh, the Santa Cruz Sentinel and the Good Times when there, when there was two of them. Uh, oh, right, right. Both oh, right, people yeah, – People yeah. that had just oh it was sick. So people that had just hit me up, kind of based off the buzz that I was building off that. Um, so at that time, all I did is just party. So I came back to Santa Cruz like I'm the man. I'm gonna be famous. I'm killing it. I don't need to do anything but party and make music. Um, and I spent <laughs> and, I, and you know I kind of I gotta be honest I kind of blew the buzz that I that I was generating at that point because I just thought I've got it now. Um, you know I've. I thought I was in. I, I thought, you know, boom, I'm going to, you know, get flown out, you know, next month and I'm just going to put together this whole package and we're going to, you know. Um, ride the wave. Ride the wave, right? But it didn't really turn out to be that. It was they gave me a couple songs. They produced the songs and they gave me a couple songs, which, I mean, you know, the the studio we're in and the production and all that was definitely worth, you know, like I, I would say ten to 15000 Like they're they're definitely at that level. So. I appreciate it, but they weren't really trying to push. They were just like, all right, we're going to give you some music, and then whatever you do with it um, is kind of on you. Uh, yeah, it's just so you're doing your own self-promotion kind of thing on it. like ex- Exactly, yeah. And then a lot of it was I was just trying to party because I was a man. You know, I was like, hey, I got this. Uh, <laughs> you know, right, you right. know. <laughs> bragging to everybody uh you know putting on not, the credit card i got it like <laughs> exactly we're all getting paid bentley's uh you know <laughs> Benzes, uh you know really but it, it didn't work like that you know um so i spent the next couple of years really just kind of bullshitting around um until maybe about a year and a half ago which is when 88 of everything came out um you know it was really at that time i thought you know i really i, I want to do something different I've been making music under Can't Stop Us. I've been doing, you know, all of Gordon for so long. I wanted to make something different that kind of said, you know, where I was at now and where I want to go, uh, you know, where I want to be moving forward. Um, I was born in 1988. Um, so when I say 88 over everything, I'm just saying, like, it's my time over everything. And I, right. I, right, and I want that to apply to everybody. Like, I don't, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be born in 1988. You can be born before that. You can be born after that. But when you see that 88, I just want you to think it's my time over everything. And it's not um, it's not in a disrespectful way at all. It's not like, oh, fuck you. It's ours. It's not that at all. It's just that the people that haven't, get, that haven't gotten shit yet, it's our time. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so that's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's where it's at now. Um, and I just kind of took that into this next project, which is called 16 Summers. Uh, and that's, that's, that's the music project that I've been working on. Gotcha. Oh, okay. I haven't heard of this one. I haven't heard of 16 Summers. 
Yeah, so it, it's going to go like this. The The next thing that's dropping in two weeks is a song called Break Lights, which is a song off of 16 Summers, um, which okay. is an amazing, amazing video. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, I'll talk about that in a minute. But 16 Summers is uh, is the name of the album. The full title of the album is 16 Summers Since My Last Confession. And it really is just I haven't really had a chance to put out an album, a complete album. I've been making songs, but I haven't had a chance to tell a full story from start to finish. And I remember someone said, oh, you know, when you when you hear somebody's album, that's like a piece of, or a snapshot of where they're at in their life right now. Um, Definitely. So for 16 Summers, I mean, that's, that's the whole concept. It's been 16 Summers since my last confession. You know, everything I just told you guys about, that's what's been building up um, to this, along with 88 over everything. You know, now it's, it's a full on, you know, it's a name, it's the brand, it's the feeling, um, and that's that's 16 Summers. Awesome. Um, yeah, damn, no, I'm looking forward to that. We'll also, like, post that up on our Facebook page, too, when it comes out. Solid, solid. Um, so, I guess, generally, like, kind of, like, what inspires, I guess, well, I have written down here what inspires your music, but I'm actually kind of curious if your style has changed since Can't Stop Us, like, if there's much more of a direction you're heading to now. I mean, it's not, it's definitely it's, changed. Since I mean, obviously it's <laughs> changed, like, obviously it's not, like, a high school group, but, like, I guess, like, I guess, like, in the in sense of, like, you know, like, is there, like, something you lean to towards more? My question is, uh, 16 Summers, how did, where does that stem off of, I guess, or not so much stem off of, but, like, how is it different you, from the last albums? Yeah, yeah, thank you. That's the one. That's what I meant to say. There it is. That's there it. Is. There it is. Yeah. Swish. Swish. Nailed it. Oh, man, <laughs> killing it through an interview right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> as you can tell, we've been in the game a minute. So. This, this is why I love you guys. Professionality is just yeah. <laughs> the, the, the skill, the level you guys are at is. Um, yeah, the hard-hitting questions that everyone needs to know, you know? <laughs> you, can t- you can tell they're planned as well. Like, you can, you can tell thought <laughs> No, even but, even um, before I said the next thing I have written down is <laughs> <laughs> But really though, about yeah. So what? How how do you think? Uh, Sixteen summers, like what 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 evolved in into Sixteen Summers, basically. Uh, you know, I, I was thinking about that before, and um, I, I think really what between you know Eleventh Hour and Sixteen Summers. Um, and then there was another album I did, uh, Rise of a King, uh, or a mixtape I did called Rise of a King. But really the difference between those, um, I took, I guess, more truth in this album. And what I mean by that is I felt a little bit that I had strayed away. When, I mean, when I first started writing rap with Can't Stop Us, I didn't know anything about rap. You know, I just thought, you know, I'd heard, I'd heard rap and I just thought, okay, I just need to rap about cool stuff. I just need to rap about shit people are going to want to listen to. So in the old days, it was, oh, I'm wearing, you know, blue jeans and white tees and Nikes, you know, stuff like that. And that was that was it to me. You know, I was rapping. Um, and now when I make music, it's more about how how real and how true can I get to, you know, like my story, you know. Uh, it used to be before it was, let's write a song about a story about this. You know, we would, we would look out into the world like, okay, what's going to capture people's attention Oh, why don't we write a song about a dude who's depressed, blah, blah, blah. And that was the lane, right? That was the lane that we took for story writing or, or music writing. Now it's, you know, what what story can I tell about myself, right? So with 16 Summers, really the difference is it, it's more real and it's more true than I've ever been. And I think it's going to give people, like, you know, a real peek into into my life. Um, you know, I got this one song called 
too strong, which, you know, I shot a video for, but it's going to be on 60 Summers. And I've released it already, but it's a song that I wrote about watching a lot of, you know, my childhood friends kind of grow up in, in the area, you know, Santa Cruz where we're at, or, you know, California, I guess. Um, and now seeing them and they're kind of on drugs and, you know, experiencing that, you know, you, you love that person, you want to see them do good, but then they're also doing drugs and you can't really talk to them because they're going to get weird about it, but you still, you still have love for them, so it's, you know, that balance. Um, so, yeah, 16 Summers is all about that. It's just those real-life, true moments um, that I'm sure other people are going through, too. So, yeah. So it's a much more personal album, basically. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it's, 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 you know, it's a... It's a to not sound like you know old hats like it's a very like kind of from the heart you know yeah oh no definitely yeah. it's from the heart it's it's way more personal and at the same time it's way more concise you know mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean I, I've gotten better at music and I've gotten better at expressing you know the the vibe or the emotion that I'm going for so it, it's from the heart and also just musically it's it's on par I'm curious uh, you mean you've been you've been making music for a long time you've been working with lots of different people. Are there any other kind of, like, uh, Taylor and I, you know, we, we have our, our finger on the pulse in the scene in San Cruz, at least a little bit, but, but when it comes to, when it comes to rap and hip hop, but when it comes to rap and hip hop, we're just woefully uninformed. It's like, and it's not, it's not because we don't like that music. It's just, we just play bands that are hardcore, punk rock. Yeah. It was just like, it's just a different world. Like, exactly. And so I'm a different country in the same world in a sense, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. And so I'm curious, like, are there other artists that you've worked with that you really dig? Is there anyone we, you know, that you want to like, that we should check out? Cause like, like I said, it's, it's a, it's not a new world for us, but it's something that's definitely untapped I would say at least for myself personally and I, I'm, cu- I'm very curious oh man that's a long list um, <laughs> uh, yeah I mean it's kind of like you guys said um, I mean I know so many people in the music scene in rap and hip hop not just in Santa Cruz but um, you know across the board and I don't want to single anybody out or you know sure. forget or forget anybody so <laughs> no, like, totally so, so if I missed you or forgot you it's all good but I would say you know some people that I really uh, look up to and I see them doing great stuff. Uh, my boy Cambio, he's he's based out of Watsonville. Uh, he's actually a teacher during the daytime. I think he teaches um, either middle school or elementary school. And then he's also a musician. And then he's a videographer. Uh, and he's taking trips all over. He's got views on YouTube. He's got, I mean, I think I think seven hundred fifty thousand on one video. Uh, he, he's way big uh, in you know South America. So shout out to Cambio. That's Somebody I would say you guys should definitely check out. Um, I, have you guys ever heard of DJ Pumba? No. No. So. Okay, wow. Wow, wow. <laughs> uh, that's that's the man. Um, so he's based out of Watsonville. Again, you know, shout out to Watsonville. Um, but he made beats, still makes beats now. You guys ever heard of Snow the Product? Uh, no, no. <laughs> so see, no, this I, is all. This is all exactly like why we're asking, you know. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Um, we so want to build up our base. <laughs> okay, sick. So she's signed to Atlantic. Oh, okay. Oh, dang. Okay. So yeah. she's so she's a full on artist. I mean, she's got you know four to five, uh, you know, a million views uh, on different videos. Dang. Wow. Yeah. So she's she definitely got it. Um, well, as so of recording of this one, Don't Bring Your Dog Episode 2 is up to 32 views. Oh, dang. Well, Whoa. just let her know we're coming. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Do we, so do we all get record deals off that, or how does, <laughs> how does that? <laughs> right, how does that... We'll, we'll talk off air about where you're going to go with us. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I would say Pumba is somebody you guys want to check out. He's you know like megastar producer. I mean, he used to rap. I don't know if he raps too much anymore. Uh, but dude, he he's a man when it comes to production. Um, you know, he's operating on that level. Um, who else should you guys check out? This local. Yeah. Okay. So I guess you have it. Monic Ape. You ever heard of Monic Ape? I think that's actually one I've recognized before. Monic Ape is a dope, dope artist. Um, he's based out of Santa Cruz. He's actually been doing it a lot longer than I have. Um, so there was a, a minute back, uh, kind of when Can't Stop Us was was rocking and doing their thing, when we first kind of got put on as far as doing local shows. It was it was a part of uh, Chris Renee, uh, Monic Ape, and Mac Jar. So Monic Ape and Mac Jar were uh, or are you know still um, two musicians that were throwing shows with Chris Renee. Um, before Chris Renee was on X Factor, so this is this, this was before that. They were throwing they were throwing shows at the Blue. Uh, we went to a show. I I met Monica Ape and my homie Josh uh, Josh Weitzel uh, Giant. Uh, that's his artist name. But uh, we went there and we saw him. That's that's a homie. And then we talked to everyone about being on the next show. And then from there we kind of uh, you know built the, that local buzz and playing shows. But shout out to Monica Ape. Um, definitely huge in putting, you know, Can't Stop Us on uh, at the Blue Lagoon back way before Chris was on X Factor um, and then even after, I think. Yeah, yeah. So wait, so how long have you been doing the music videos now? Because you were telling me kind of before that you're mostly just doing music videos. I mean, that's definitely the biggest thing for me that I've seen personally is like you pump out videos all the time. You're always, <laughs> at least it feels like you're always dropping something new. That's right. cool. That's but you're also cool. doing it for other people as well. Too, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, um, so okay, so it's kind of cool. So when I started Idiot Over Everything, I also wanted to, um, I've, I've always loved film, and you know, shout out to Krishan actually, because he's the first person that got me into it. When we first started kicking it, we, I would go to his house, and we would shoot videos on this really, really, really old, like, you know, you put the tape in, like a little small tape? Yeah. That, that's what we used to shoot on, uh, and just like really weird. Mini DV. We used to do like remakes of Bad Boys Two and shit, you know, like. Tell me that's somewhere. Tell me that's got to be somewhere that's that somewhere we can find. It is. I'm it is. Oh, it is. yes. Give us the link. We'll drop it's... it in the description below. <laughs> yeah. We'll get. We'll, we'll get it. We'll give it another hundred views. It'll be great. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, man, that stuff is internet gold. I guess it's it's. it's um, but yeah, it's it's somewhere. Um, but yeah, he's the one that first got me into it. And then when I started '88 over everything, for me it seemed like. Um, in the area that we're in, it didn't really seem like musicians had a good service to go to for music videos, right? Um, for me, before I really stepped into making my own music videos, it would be, okay, I need to find someone who's going to shoot me. And, and what I found was reaching out to people, either it was very expensive, it was just like, that's way out of my budget. Like, I can't pay a grand for a video. Like, no, no offense to anybody. Like, if that's the level you're at, that's great. I support you. Keep, you know, keep getting that money. That's that's cool. That's great. You're doing good. I can't toss a grand out for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, you know what I, I just, I can't. I, I can't do that. Um, it was either, so it was either too expensive or it would be people that um, they were down to do it, right, but they didn't understand the vision. <clears throat> Um, and I think I thought that was huge. It's like I would meet with directors or producers or whatever it was, and you know the pitch was. I, I remember I was working with this dude. He had a red camera, which is if you know mm -hmm. about cameras, it's a yeah exactly. It's an amazing camera. It's crazy. And he was like, I'm down to shoot something. Meet up with me, and then he and then you know we're talking about rap and music, and he goes, All right, man. You know like I want to get you uh, you know like at a bus stop, and then I want to get you like at a you know at a, uh, a telephone booth. And in my head, I'm just thinking, damn, dude, like, do you even, like, know rap? Like, 
I, I just it just <laughs> felt it just felt like to me he had been like Google MTV like rap and like right. press, pl- press play on the first thing and then you know I cruise through and he's like all right dude like this is it um so that's what I found when I went to look for musicians either too expensive or they just the disconnect was so far off I mean I don't I don't want to make your idea of rap you know what I'm saying I don't like no I just want to make rap you know I want to make hip hop I want to make you know just a good a good vibe um and I didn't really get that so I thought you know why don't you know I've always wanted to do videography why don't I do it so I'd always had a nice camera like a you know a DSLR but I never had a computer that could do HD recording so I bought a computer um, and at the same time I upgraded some of my lenses and stuff like that I mean I bought a new camera since but the whole idea was I want to start as well as Idiot Over Everything being the artist name. I also want to start a company that's going to be a videographer specifically for music videos. Um, so that's that's how that started. I mean, and it's funny now because a lot of people always ask me or say, "Oh, how come you're not doing you know maybe like weddings or how come you don't do uh, you know commercials and stuff like that?" And I, I mean, I guess I would, but it's not something that I necessarily want to do. It's you not know, something you're passionate about, like, I feel that. Exactly. I mean, yeah. like, sure, I mean, the money's there, but is that really what I'm trying to do it for? Not necessarily. I mean, I also want to provide, you know, a service to people that they got either, got either good music or they got talent, and they, they haven't had someone in front of them that can put that onto a screen and at the same time not cost them a, a grand, you know, like. <laughs> right. Well, you just, you just don't want people to run into the same problems you were running into trying to do the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's exactly it. Um, but yeah. So so far, it's it's been really successful. Um, recently, it's gotten even even crazier, which is like why I've been on a super busy probably for the past two three months. So there's a, a, a director uh, called Razor. Shout out to Razor, man. That's that's a dude right there. But he's done stuff for Ice Cube. He's done stuff for Ti. For Rick Ross, he's like Dang. he's a he's a director. Damn. Um, I followed him on Instagram. He shot a video for uh, some people called Cruzmatic. You guys ever heard of Cruzmatic? Nope. No. So they're they're a band in Santa Cruz. Um, but he shot a video for Cruzmatic in Santa Cruz that I went to years ago when Chris was on uh, X Factor. Um, and I, I met him there, and I just followed him ever since. And then he posted something about two three months ago about he needs somebody to do video work, but they had to have a certain camera. Now I don't have that camera. The camera that he's looking for costs like maybe three grand. Uh, mine's like a grand. It, it, mine costs like you know thousand dollars. So I hit a, I commented and I said, you know, I don't have that camera, but you know, I'm down to do something. Kind of. I mean, I didn't really think that he was gonna hit me back. I kind of just like, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's a shoot you know, arrow, making, dog. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been making videos for like maybe a year at that point. You know, kind of editing and you know, it's like whatever. You know, what's he gonna say? He sends me a message and he's like, yo, you know, what kind of camera do you have? Blah, blah, blah. We start talking. Within a week, I shot a video on his camera um, in San Francisco uh, with, uh, with an artist um, at the, the Fairmont Hotel. And then after that, we shot another video and then I actually edited both those videos. Uh, and then ever since then, it's just been editing work. So I do a lot of editing work now where he'll film uh, you know, music videos or have other people film it. He'll send me over the story um, and the clips and the video, and I'll edit that and send it back to him. And a lot of else what I've been doing, um, I've been writing scripts for music videos. They call oh, it a, a treatment, nice. but mm-hmm. essentially 
he'll send me the song and maybe a couple, you know, a couple things about what the artist wants to portray, and then I just write a story throughout the video. And you know, for me, that's really easy, you know, because I make music. So right. when I when I so when I hear a song, I go, okay, I know exactly what you're going for. I I got you. So okay, let's get a story around that, you know. Um, and it really like. What I've learned about music videos, and whoever's listening, feel free to steal this. This is like a huge tip. There's there's two ways that you can make a really, really sick video, okay? This is it. It's really basic. Follow this, okay? So one is if you have a storyline, okay? When I say storyline, I don't mean that you're, you're doing things that you're rapping about in the music video, right? I, I don't want the, the first song to be, I'm getting drunk, and then, you know, you're drinking. Like, that, that, that's not a storyline. That just that's those are related clips, you know. Right, right. <laughs> I got a storyline. I, I mean, a, a storyline that's going to portray as well the music that you're saying, right? So that's one way. Get a storyline in there, something that people can follow from start to finish. Um, that's one way to make it stick. The second way is just have beautiful shots. Okay, if you don't have a storyline, that's fine. Beautiful shots. Okay, I'm talking crisp, cinematic shots. Now, either one's fine. If you can get both together, then you're you're golden. Um, but yeah, that's that, that's a secret, really, uh, right there. So for me, uh, writing stories for for music videos, super easy, man. Oh, awesome! Well, so like, so how how can someone get in touch with you? Like, say, if someone wanted to do a music video, what's the best way to reach you? Yeah, so the best or way for to reach anything me is I, for anything really. Um, the best way to get a hold of me through Facebook. Just look up Alva Gordon. Uh, if you have like a serious, serious inquiry and you want a price quote on something, it's 88, the number is 88 over everything at gmail.com. And you can just put, you know, booking inquiry or, you know, whatever it is. But yeah, man, Facebook is probably the best way to actually get a hold of me, hold of me. And then, yeah, if it's a business inquiry, just 88 over everything at gmail.com. Cool. Awesome, uh, man. So we know Brake Lights is coming out soon. Um, yes. Do you have anything else like kind of. Like, you know, in, yeah. in the lineup oh, that's coming up soon. You got any shows oh, or anything like that coming up? Or? Uh, you know, I haven't actually been doing too many shows recently. So I, I'm sure you guys are well aware. Um, but for anybody that doesn't know, I have a daughter that's three years old. Um, so I've, I've actually taken a step back from doing, um, you know, a lot of live shows. I'll still do shows. Um, I prefer to do shows that, you know, really are going to benefit the time that I'm there for. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, so I definitely try to do, you know, like, uh, I did uh, the Santa Cruz Music Festival. Um, so, you know, like, I, I'm more oriented towards doing, like, larger, bigger shows like that where I can really build on my fan base, um, which right. is kind of why I've been, you know, doing the music video because that's something that I can take a day, do, and then I can edit at home and spend time, uh, you know, still with my daughter and shit. So. As if but on yeah, cue, um, we can hear her in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's having fun, man. She, I gave her some pizza. She's stoked. You know that's 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 the life, dude. Yeah, I would kill for some pizza right now. I feel like you guys both want pizza, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of do pizza. Kind of pizza? pizza right? uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so okay, so brake lights. That's going to drop um, within two weeks. And real quick, I got to shout out Lady Leopard. Um, she is a uh, a model um, dancer uh, from Santa Cruz. I highly, highly recommend you guys check her out. She's doing a lot of big things. She was in Kid Ink's uh, music video, um, and yeah, I mean, I think when you guys see um, when you guys see the video for Break Lights, I don't want to tell you too much about the story because I, I really want you to watch the video. But when you see it and you see the role that she played, I think you guys should check her out. Um, her name is Lady Leopard, and that's uh, that's Break Lights. Um, 
But the next, uh, the next video I have coming out after that is a song called Motown. Uh, that's the next jam. Once that drops, then I'll be dropping um, 16 Summers. And 16 Summers is going to be available on iTunes. Break Lights is going to drop on iTunes as a single. Uh, and so is Motown when the video drops. Cool. So um, let's say, you know, let's say that stuff's not exactly available yet for the, whoever's listening to this. Uh, what's a good song that they they could go search up or, or look up that also I can tag on to the end of the, the episode here? Yeah. Um, that um, kind of gives a really good representation of where you are at right now as a musician. Of course. Um, you know, I think, honestly, the, the song that I... I, I would say is like the number one, like fastest way to get to know me, right? Because like like mm-hmm. I said, the music this is this is all true. Would be um, a song called "Before I Go." Um, so everybody that's listening to this, all my music videos are on my Vimeo, which is just Vimeo.com/slash88. The numbers over everything.com. Um, so Vimeo.com/slash Wait, no, I'm sorry. Vimeo.com slash 88 over everything. Um, that's the Vimeo page. And the song that I would definitely recommend you check out is called Before I Go. Um, cool. I, that's just the best way to describe it. You can also find uh, your Vimeo page on the Don't Bring Your Dog podcast Facebook page. Too. Yeah, we'll be, throwing, we'll be throwing a, a link there for sure. Um, Perfect. But, yeah, so I just want to thank you so much, Olo, for coming on. It's been a long time since we talked, but, you know, yeah, it's been we've, a minute. We, we've known each other for – a pretty long time at this point. And yeah, it's, it's been cool to to see you grow, even through like the eyes of just Facebook. Yeah, definitely. you know, not not only just as a musician, but you know, with your kid and everything, it's been really cool. And so I want to, I just want to thank you for coming on. Of course, man. It's uh, it's been a pleasure, dude. Um, that didn't sound creepy at all. It's like it's been really nice watching you, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's been re- we, real we, nice, we, we, man. man. You're on my no, timeline, uh, all right? No, no, I got, I, I, got you, man. No, it, it is, man. It's awesome, and you know, I've been watching you guys. Uh, congratulations, Taylor. I know that's in order, man. It looks like oh, you're making. Uh, in case anyone doesn't know, uh, Taylor is going to get married next year, and that's pretty cool. Are you, are you serious? Oh, is that not what you're congratulating me about? <laughs> No, I was just saying you're a sick dude. No, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Um, congratulations on that, man. That's right, awesome. Thanks, um, and, you know, I've been watching you guys do the music thing, so definitely. Uh, I still haven't been out to a show, but I feel like uh, oh, there'll nobody's. Be some. There'll be some. Yeah, there'll be some. Yeah, there'll be some. There'll be lots. Cool. Awesome. Uh, well, yeah, so that kind of that kind of ends our time today. Um, once again, want to thank Ola for coming on to the show. It means a lot. Hey, hey, 88 over everything. That's the one, 88 over everything. Vimeo.com slash 88 over everything. Uh, just search that up, you'll find it. Um, but yeah, uh, just to kind of end this out, uh, as always, uh, no jerks. Respect the space. And yeah. don't bring your dog. Thanks, everyone. Uh, I just want to make it before I go. I don't want to die on another empty road. Praying every night before every show. We gon' watch that sunrise, never die for the go. Cause it's one shot down, the next one coming. Get out the car, man, you better start running. You think we gon' lose, you got another thing coming. Hanging up my phone, I got another thing coming. If you knew me back then, you would say my ego's swollen. If you know me right now, you would say I'm chosen. I've been talking like a god, working like a king, slaving like a beast. Man, I wanted everything. They say money takes time, but time doesn't matter. I say nothing over love, but money. To the answer, hear the angels in my city with my window rolled down. Motivation telling me to never slow down. I just wanna make it before I pass out. Straight to the bank, baby, we about to cash out. Imagine me getting stoned in a glass house with a fine girl and she always sicker. Man, I ain't had this 
much fun since I first started rapping and I knew I wasn't one That's why you see me rapping like it's been fate Why you hate these bars like a fucking inmate singing I just wanna make it far go I don't wanna die on another empty road Praying every night and before every show Watch that sunrise, never die for the go Cause it's one shot down, the next one coming Get out the car, man, you better start running You think you gon' lose, you got another thing coming Hanging up my phone, I got another thing coming Dreams is what I'm sipping on I'm living life, getting strong, what you tripping on? I had a vision, I was getting close I dug deeper with these written songs Talking about the girls that we hitting on Use a verse as a way to stay alive So they won't really know when I'm dead and gone They say it works like a breeze Can you tell me what you sweating on? They ain't really love us, nah, they ain't never letting on and they telling me I'm cocky now But if you met me recently, they can't stop me now And every day I'll make no excuses Just make music for people who know they about to lose it I can't pray, so I say what I say through a microphone Intro music provided by Best Buds They can be found at bestbud.bandcamp.com Or by going to their Facebook page Facebook.com slash bestxbuds Special thanks to Trevor Lang, Bridget Smith, and Sam Hansen For their help with booking the Don't Bring Your Dog Presents Want to be on the podcast? Hit us up at facebook.com slash dbydpodcast or by emailing us at dbydpodcast at gmail.com. Want to book a show in Santa Cruz? Hit us up at facebook.com slash dbydpresents. I just want to make it for go. I don't want to die on another empty road. Praying every night and before every show. Watch that sunrise, never die for the goal. Cause it's one shot down, down, next one coming. Get out the car, man, you better start running. Wanna make it for I go I don't wanna die on this empty road again